Hey guys, welcome hey guys. back after a long, uh, not a break. Uh, just a little, sure, a little pause from our podcast, but welcome uh, back. It's Maddie and Tawny. And we have this episode for you guys, which we're super excited about. We interviewed another stroke survivor named Alex, and he has an amazing story. Um, so we're excited for you all to listen to it. Really excited. And um, we just wanted to say thank you guys for being so patient and understanding. Obviously, um, this was meant to go out much sooner, but because of COVID and everything. Um, Slight delay. Like, yes. But me and Maddie have game planned. We are mm-hmm. back. We're ready to start interviewing yes. again. Yeah, if anyone would, um, if any of you are interested in being interviewed and sharing your story with us, we are getting back on track with the podcast now. So we're looking to interview um, other stroke and brain injury survivors. So please just reach out to me and Tawny via Instagram or email, which I'm sure will be in the comments of this episode. And yeah, we would love to hear from you. And we also just wanted to say that we recorded this episode, this interview with Alex back in May, we think it was. So we've kind of just been sitting on it for a while. And obviously things have changed since then. So yes, and luckily, we don't talk too much about it. But it is noted in there. And also, Mm -hmm. we did decide to leave this, this podcast completely unedited, because it's actually really funny and important of for us to show you guys that we make mistakes. Uh, we're, you know, we're surviving and thriving. It's, exactly. And we're learning. Like, yes. We're learning how to make a podcast. So. <laughs> we're learning and thank heavens. Maddie's like me. And she's like, let's just go for it. Most people <laughs> are like, you're supposed to have four or five recorded. And then you release your series. We're just going <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> as we do it. <laughs> exactly. It's a weekly thing. So we really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions, we would love it. We're learning and growing. And please reach out to us and make sure you're connected with both of us on Instagram because we love sharing everyone's recovery stories and our own on Instagram. So that'd be a great platform to connect with us. Absolutely. And get support. And we go live. Um, and we switch off whose page we go live off of. So make sure right. you're following both of us. Exactly. All right. I think that was great. I think that was good. Hello. Hello. Hey, Tony. It's Maddie. Hey. Oh, my God. I cannot believe I just, like, <laughs> completely <laughs> texted the wrong person. I don't even uh, know who that is. It, I feel bad. It was, like, right after, of course, I wrote out this whole thing. Then you were, like, here's the right number. I was, like, okay. Well, <laughs> oh, well. I don't know. I think when I was copying and pasting it, somehow, like, the numbers got messed up or something. I don't know. Dude, numbers are always hard for me. Like, especially phone numbers. Like, I yeah. mess them up or, like, writing them. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they can be kind of tricky. Anyways, how how's your day? Good. How's your day? It's so. fine. A little busy, but I'm done with work for the day, so I'm happy about that. Lucky. <laughs> Maybe do some reading or something, some exercise. So. Oh, that's nice. Oh, are you reading anything? A new book? I just finished a really good one last night, actually, called um, 
excuse me, it's called American Dirt. It's about these, um, like, this mom and her son who are, like, immigrating to the United States from Mexico because of, like, the cartel gang violence. And okay. it's really good. Like, um, they, they ride La Bestia, which is, like, the train. Like, they ride on top of the train. Ooh. That sounds and, fun. I don't know. It was, like, if you, like, I like those kinds of books. And I thought it was very, like, interesting depiction and, like, portrayal of, like, the migrant journey. I really liked it. Yeah. What about oh. you? Have you been reading at all? Um, since my whole headache thing, like, I have not, like, right. um, so I haven't, but I am going to get back into that. In fact, actually, like, this wait, wait, morning... wait, hang on. Sorry to interrupt. Okay. Alex just said, I clicked the link. Nothing happens. Bring me to the app. Then nothing. Click on the top. Oh, hang on. He has to click on the top link. I, I've never, because I always send it to you. Too. So I, I've never seen what it looks the like. The one from that your... says, hang on. because that's I've realized that too like sometimes I'll try and click to join in and it just takes me to like the empty app but the thing is you have to click Hmm. on the link that's above that otherwise because see I always send it so I have no that's why I was like I don't know what it looks like (laughs) yes hopefully it should work I mean he says I only see one link lol hang on let me take a picture of this Uh, I'm sending him a picture of it because I can resend it. Have you been busy today with work or? Oh yeah, it's been super busy. That's good, right? It's good. It's great. It's good to, you know, it, I'm very lucky that I am busy and that I can yeah, that be you social have to and do. I can make, you know, money safely at home. So it's very awesome. Are I'm you getting like lots of orders and stuff or how's that? Yeah, and it's just, you know, because everybody's at home. So, like, instead of usually, you know, when I ask them something like, oh, you know, pick your jewelry choices for these three pieces, they'll respond, like, all three of them. And now they're, like, you know, bored at the house, so they respond one thing. And then, like, oh, well. And so it's just, you know, every interaction is taking a little bit longer. So I'm just trying Uh to learn a new kind of system and work that way okay I see yes click on that should I send it again try to get try sending the invitation one more time because it's it's weird there's like two links you have to click on the first one okay and here I'm gonna try first just like copying it oh I sweet it says Alex yeah I see on, you're on it oh yay <laughs> Woo-hoo. 
All right. So I guess you got it then. That's good. Oh my God. That I was texting some, I don't even know if it was a girl or a guy, like some random person. Cause I guess I typed in your phone number wrong, Alex. And, like, and Tawny and I started this group chat with some random person. We're like, Oh, if Alex doesn't show up, I'll go on your podcast. <laughs> oh my. So sorry about that. Thank you for keep trying you're only the third person we've interviewed, so we're still new at the uh, still very new. And, yeah. All right, but so, anyways, I guess Alex. But you know what? Also, I just realized this is the first time we've like spoken like words to each other. Yeah. Did you realize that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did because I was like, at least you guys have talked like off of Survivor Live, and I was like, I don't even think I've like, you know, like one on one. Like we've talked in the Survivor Live, like right. group form. Yeah, but never so, like, verbally exchanged words, if that makes sense. Um, but anyway, so yes, thank you so much for agreeing to do a podcast episode with us. We're, as you know, trying to just interview lots of different survivors and get everyone's stories and then just share it share it with the world so i mean yeah kind of like whatever you really want to talk about but we'd love to hear um i guess just to kind of start like your story of um what like your injury what happened and then like how recovery has looked for you so far basically okay and like what age i think would be great oh yeah that's what i found with the community is like and with these, I'm hoping we can raise more awareness because everyone just thinks it only happens to, you know, older people. Yeah, true. What age you were. Um, yeah, and like when it was, you know. What people pretty much, what strangers ask you randomly when they find out that that exactly. happened. Like, oh my God, what happened? If you know what type of stroke. Because oh. I think a mm. lot of people seem to like, at least who have had a stroke, like, seem interested in knowing, like, what kind. If you know. I mean, no problem, obviously, if not. But, um, yeah, yeah. I guess. Should we just get into it? Yeah. You ready, Alex? Yes. <laughs> All right. So, I was, uh, 27 when I had my stroke. Wow. Um, okay, so young. Yeah, it was a embolic stroke. Is that, is that a city? Is that a state? I'm sorry. I'm geographically challenged. No, uh, that's the name of my stroke. Embolic stroke. Oh, oh, oh wow. See, I didn't okay. even know. What do you know what that means? I don't think I know what that kind is. I think it means uh, it came from like somewhere else in your body or something. Oh, okay. So it didn't originate. It didn't originate like in your brain. No. Yeah, it was. It was an infection in my heart. Mm Mhm. That spread or. I actually really don't know. They told me um. That like there was like vegetation and then it broke off of my heart valve and went to Uh my brain 
Okay. Yeah. And how how did that happen? Or where were you? I was at home. I just remember getting off of work and uh, feeling really sick. Okay, like stomach or like your head, like what hurt first? Like what was one of the things that kind of made you feel like this was something different? No, I didn't even, I didn't even know. I thought I was having a flu. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. And then. uh, So you weren't concerned about it? No. Yeah, I was just resting at home. And I went to the restroom and fell down. And then, yeah, my dad and brother carried me to the car and brought me to the hospital. So do you remember that, them bringing you? or No, I don't. <laughs> okay. No, that's really common. A lot of people don't. So that's why I like to ask if, like, you remember that or someone had to tell you. And so then what happened? They took you to the hospital, and what did they do? Um... They were trying to get me inside, but, like, I wouldn't even move. Were you conscious? Uh, I don't think so. And then, so what was the next step? They got you in the hospital, and did they scan you? I really don't remember anything from... When I first went to the hospital, I think I went to several different hospitals. Okay. So what's the first thing you do remember? Like, so the first memory is you're at the hospital waking up or? Uh... Or do you know what, what, like, did they do a procedure to you? Or do you know what, Um... what happened when you became conscious? My family told me um, they didn't know, like, what was the cause of the stroke at first. Did So what did they do when they took you to the hospital? And then what did they do at the hospital? I think a CT scan. Okay. And then was... Did they do, like, a brain surgery? Was it, like, a procedure on your heart since that was what the problem was initially? Um, I think that's the shitty part. Like, they couldn't really stop it. Because, yeah, it just kept breaking off and going into my brain. But Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, they couldn't really do anything to stop it. Okay, so it's just man, basically like managing. Yeah. Okay. And then, so do you, obviously probably memories a little fuzzy, but did they tell you how long were you in the hospital after they did? So did they do a procedure or you, you just don't really know? Uh, I know I was on antibiotics. For like mm-hmm. three months. Okay. Did you ever end up needing like a brain surgery or anything like that? Uh, no, they were too scared to operate on me. They gave me like 
Because then, you know, when you have a stroke, your brain swells up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they gave me a lot of salt to mm-hmm. uh, stop the swelling. Okay. But so they knew that you were having a stroke. Like it was, they diagnosed it as a stroke and then they, but they didn't decide to operate or do anything really. Yeah. I mean, I had like all the symptoms, uh, slurred speech. Uh, I couldn't move like one part of my body, the left side. Uh huh. And so then, like, since that happened, has any of that improved? Like, the speech problems, the paralysis, like, what, I guess the question is, what were the symptoms or, like, the problems that you had kind of as a result? And then, like, how has that changed, if it has? Well, uh, I couldn't talk, really. I was speaking, like, one word at a time. Okay. Um, Did you do speech therapy for that? Yes. Well, I mean, that got better really quick. And uh-huh. mentally, like, I wasn't really thinking for myself correctly. Mm-hmm. Did you have, like, a good support system that was able to help you, like, make decisions and just help with your care? Yeah. My, my best friend was always there and my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important. That's really important. Um, do you know? So, for your therapies, would your would they stay with you, or because like I just am interested for my own personal because for me that was like the time that they didn't have to watch me, so it was like oh, dropping Tony off now I can go run errands and do things that I can't do. Um. I mean, my dad was pretty much there the whole time. That's awesome. And what kinds of therapies were you doing after the stroke? Uh, Physical, operational, I mean, occupational. And you were doing speech, too? Yeah, I was doing speech. How um how was the progress with the with those with all those therapies? Like, have you seen improvements? And if so, what kinds of things do you feel like you've been well that you've been working on and that may have gotten better? Uh, really, like my speech and the cognition part just came back by itself. Nice. That's awesome. Okay. But like my physical disabilities it's uh really severe and can you just explain a little bit more about that what kinds of physical impairments like i need an afo to walk and a cane and yeah i can't even open my left hand Dude, I feel that. I have problems yeah. with that too. It's hard. Yeah. So I wanted. I was like, I'm sure you two could really help others 
with any tips or things that you found helpful? Yeah, is there anything that you found like helpful like throughout this process as you're like working on your both PT and OT therapies? Really not. You know how they say like the first three months you just kind of spontaneously recover? Right. Oh, see, I, I hadn't heard that. Or just like, I don't know, give it time. So first three months, they tell you that. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't get any of that. Like, like. Well, I also kind of think that that's like, to some extent, like that's BS, you know, because you can recover at any time. Like, it doesn't matter how soon or how, how long after your injury. Yeah, I'm so glad they didn't say that to me because that's why I was like, I can't believe they said that because I like three months out, I was bad still six months out. I was still real bad. Like, I mean, if you would have told me to just be like, well, that's it at three months, like that would have put such a different yeah, like thing in my head. That's wild. I can't. Heck, and at 10 years out, you're still recovering. You are. Say. Exactly. Your brain is, I mean, it's. <laughs> integral so then in terms of like your therapies and stuff now I mean it's probably really difficult to like actually go to therapy but like what kinds of things do you do on your own I uh, walk a lot oh that's great that's really good Uh, I've even read have you guys heard about they said something about walking for longer than 30 minutes and what it can do for your brain and recovery. I, it's funny. My my old physical therapist is literally just talking about that. <laughs> it's about frequency and intensity. Uh-huh. That's so funny. I love that. So I haven't tried. I've just been trying to walk longer. But that's yeah. wild that they were, he was just telling you about that. So I guess it's important. So what- no, it is. And apparently there's like a new study that came out and like showed that that's true so like in one sitting like at one time like yeah like in one go if you can be active and like moving for 30 minutes or longer and not only just 30 minutes but like intensity so like at i the the statistic i think is technically like at 75 percent of your heart rate or more for 30 minutes of the people who had, I can send you the study, Alex. My PT just sent it to me and I haven't yet gotten to read it, but I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, yeah, send it to me too, please. Yeah, I'll send it to both of you guys. Um, this study showed that like that, like the patients more so than like being told like, okay, you need to focus on this and, you know, do that. Like they just let them be intense and like work at 75% of their heart rate and, stuff it just ended up being more beneficial in the long run so yes you're right tawny 30 minutes or more 30s magic number just proves that i really do need to do it when you're like i just got sent <laughs> how um wait so alex what does your like daily routine look like in terms of your recovery like what is a day in the life uh I wake up, and I I usually start with a e stem, something uh-huh. easy for my hand. Nice. 
Can I ask, or do you sleep in or are you an early riser? Because that has been definitely something very, all of us in the community are all over the place on our sleep patterns. <laughs> yeah, right now I sleep really early. Like you don't sleep in? No. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> I don't even really do either. It's... And then, so what kinds of like, like, what is your primary focus right now in terms of your recovery or like what things are you working on now? Really my, my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to uh, be able to type with it. So for you, recovery wise, I mean, obviously we all have lots of things we want to be working on. Me and Maddie talk about that a lot. But like for you, the biggest I, I don't know the word like hindrance is your hand so that's like what is most important to you on improving what's well, really my hand and leg and my arm okay. Okay. wait so side note related to your hand Alex have you tried one of the things that like was completely like revolutionized my life was using an adaptive stylus to type. Have you ever considered trying something like that? No. I think something. Yeah, I think honestly, like for me, that has helped me so that I am able to type with two hands because I have, I put like a little stylus in a piece of foam and I hold the foam with my left hand and then like kind of peck at the keys. I can send you a picture, a video of what it looks like if you want. Uh, I saw your video, actually. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. But yeah, I think something like that would be, uh, could be like very, very helpful. It helps me so much. Because yeah, it's hard to, with the tone in the fingers and stuff, to be able to like actually isolate it so that your fingers are pressing the keys, at least for me, is like way too complicated. I could see that. I, I, I was actually wondering how I was like, when you edited and did everything, I was like, I'm just so you impress me all the time. (laughs) Um, any, I'm trying to have another question for you, Alex, any, um, like pieces of advice that you could give to someone who is also like going through maybe a difficult or challenging recovery from stroke or from an injury? What, like, what would you like to say to someone? like that really just give it your best shot Uh, that's all you really can do what would you say has been the most helpful either like therapy intervention or just like thing for you since your injury uh for me, it was going to school. Okay. Can I ask if you've talked, like, but so obviously now you're talking to us, but we were actually saying how, you know, we haven't talked. This is our first actual conversation, like words, not just like through like a text. Instagram or whatnot. So I was wondering, have you talked to other people in the community? Um because I know it took me a long time to reach out. And I feel like this year that I've reached out and talked more, it's really helped me 
No, I haven't really. I find that common between it seems like a lot of us do that. It's like, I know I should, and they tell me. And especially, I think it's interesting. Another survivor pointed out that, like, in our kind of community online, it seemed like besides Joe and you, I don't know of that many guys, but it isn't. I know that it is more common in women, but it's still, there's a lot of survivors. So I don't know if it's just because us girls like to talk more. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest, like, I'm coming on three years out of stroke, and it took me, like, that first two years before I was able to, like, uh, before I felt comfortable enough to, like, go on Instagram and, like, connect with people that way, but prior to that, like, I really didn't feel like that was something I wanted to do, because I wanted to, like, just put it behind me, and, like, you know, I didn't want to have to identify with it or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way, Alex, or I, a different way? For me, it's just I'm not really used to uh, sharing. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I know now it's like I overshare probably mm-hmm. too much. Um, but I, because I found that, that like by me, first it was me just telling my story to raise awareness because I was misdiagnosed. So I just wanted I felt like once I got my voice, you know, once I felt better, I was like, I just need to scream at the top of mountains to everyone. So no one ever has this happen to them. Um, but reach like I joined a lot of Facebook groups, but I never actually like reached out to people until, you know, I started I mean, or messaging Joe and then Joe suggested talking to Maddie and Maddie was the first person that I FaceTimed with. And like that first conversation, I was like, oh, my God, I feel so much better. And then that's when we decided to start going live. And I know it's really helped in my recovery. So I'm really thankful. And I know that you've been on our lives a lot. And just, I know it sounds so silly and cheesy, but it's like, even though we're all on different levels and going through different things, like just knowing that you're not alone. Exactly. Helps. Is that something that you might be interested in, Alex, like connecting with other people? Um, yeah. Because I definitely know, and I think that we all say that, like, everyone that I've finally now, like, I just started, I did a Zoom thing with some other survivors, and it's like, you know, you learn something, like, I hope Maddie showing you maybe that might help you type or something, and you never know, like, this podcast, who you could reach, who could be like, oh, wow. I've been using this or help others. Any like questions that you would want to like posit to the stroke and brain injury community? Uh, not really. Okay. (laughs) Just there. Just, and some of it okay well i like that um thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story and opening up i know it isn't always the easiest um but i can tell you and it will be exciting i know we'll probably get a couple messages about how um you said something that yeah really i feel resonated like every time we've, we've done them. one of these episodes like it it does reach people like people will react and be like oh wow like 
that episode is so relatable or like I really liked what he said about X you know so you don't know who you could be who you could be reaching and impacting by sharing your story well that's true absolutely sorry I wish I had more to say I feel like you said a lot I but I I think you said a lot and I know that that's important because a lot of people because a lot of us are so used to telling our story we're like oh this happened but like even Maddie said she didn't remember she was told that so I think it's really important to get that out there that people don't realize like not only did you go through something traumatic but you didn't even know the first like I mean some people said I didn't know what happened to me Mm -hmm. the first month or two so um that's not anything to be sorry about. That's just raising awareness of how different exactly. everybody's recovery is. So thank you so much again. And yeah. Any, any, if you have any last thing you want to say. Um. Any <laughs> quote that's helped you. I know it sounds cheesy. I know I miss cheese ball over here, but <laughs> famous last words. Uh, stoicism really helping. The philosophy. In what way? In like you can't change what you can't control. You know. Beautifully put. Like, the stroke happened, like, so. So just dealing with it. That's why I tell, I mean, I do the just keep swimming. I'm like, there. you can't do anything about it. You can worry about it, get upset about it, but you got to just keep swimming. You got to just right. keep going. Yeah. Basically. So. I love that. Well, thank you again. I hope you have a good rest of the day and yeah thank thank you you. thank you alex thank you thank you guys i'm sorry i wish i could chat more i gotta go so i'll talk to you guys later all right sounds good bye okay